2: the AusBiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Welcome to the COB this Flat Tuesday, would you say,
0: Danny? I'm Juliette Sally. <laughs> it's looking a little bit flat, a little bit muted. But uh, yeah, let's have a look at the indexes because we will jump into what's going on underneath the surface. Because while the indices are looking flat, this is the ASX 200 down around 12 and a half points, or just over one tenth of a percent. And there we go, the Sea Boat 200 down half a point um, and yeah it flatters attack pretty much but there's a lot going on underneath. Yeah the- well we we're just talking to
2: Martin Crabb who's our guest today and we'll get to that shortly when he was saying what's happening sort of under the hood um, certainly a lot of positioning as we get very much into the thick of things with reporting season and just getting to that then the overall thematics um, consumers conquering again Swiftonomics. yeah <laughs>
0: This time, no, Uh, not Swiftonomics yet, but we'll have to wait and see because uh, she obviously, Tay-Tay, is arriving on February the 17th. But really interesting to see strength again in the likes of Temple and Webster, but yet in the likes of uh, Breville not performing. But generally speaking, Jules, over the last few days, we've had really, really better than expected results out of those retailers. Mm. And it seems like everybody just can't stop filling their houses with stuff
2: well exactly i was talking to jason island because he was talking through the westpac consumer sentiment we're still gloomy but less gloomy mm. than we were mm. but he was saying you know we like to buy things as we know like the lipstick index to make ourselves feel better yeah. and that's probably why you're seeing a big tick up in experiences and things as well speaking of swiftonomics the melbourne tickets selling out in 40 minutes sydney's on sale now don't worry everyone i've got someone multitasking for me <laughs>
0: My cousin. There you you go. But we also saw a big caps swoon. And this is becoming a little bit of a theme in terms Mm. of these results. CSL, um, stock of the day, we'll get to that later, but that's under pressure. Hardy's also under pressure, Mm. disappointing with their results. Uh, Commonwealth Bank's reporting tomorrow. Koshy's going to be interviewing Matt Common. But it looks, again, that there's just Macquarie under pressure as well. So a lot of these big caps, Mm. a lot baked into the share prices and some them are stumbling at the moment well
2: indeed particularly when you look at the I mean CBA is rising today but the likes of that which has been at these records and is expected to actually come through with a bit of a decline as well in those numbers as you say gosh you will be speaking to Matt Common. we'll have that interview for you three o'clock tomorrow let's have a look at uh, some of the sectors today kicking it off with healthcare we touched on CSL down two and a half percent Cochlear which came through with its numbers last week is higher ResMed lower Sonic Healthcare Fisher and Paykel very mixed picture there in the healthcare sector
0: yeah and Let's have a look at the telcos and see what's happening in that space. TPG Telecom, that is in the green. Otherwise, uh, interesting communications. Uh, so Car Group, after yesterday's results, under a bit of pressure. REA also reporting last week, continuing to sell off a little bit. And Seek, the not-star of the show, it was down at one stage about 9%, recovered to be down only around 4.4%. So they are experiencing a decline in volumes for advertising, which yeah. I thought was interesting.
2: And Interesting with REA that which I read on um, on FN Arena's corporate results monitor. It's the one stock that's been a miss so far out of the 21 companies yeah. that has that have reported. All right, uh, what other sectors do we have there? The consumer discretionary, Woolies, of course, coming through with numbers. On the 21st, I think uh, Coles this, yeah. is down six tenths of one percent, and. Um, <laughs> Treasury, Iguana State. Anyway, we've got a few bugs in some of those, some of those charts. We'll get those fixed. But let's have a look at some of the the top corporate stories. Challenger recording first half results with a net income of fifty six million dollars. It shares up eight percent. Annie
0: and Seek has slashed its dividend and lowered its annual guidance as first half profit tanked seventy four percent on lower volumes, as we just touched on those shares.
2: Yeah, James Hardy under pressure, a near ninety percent in third quarter profit, but as we mentioned, uh, perhaps. Investors wanting
0: more there. And Breville reported a 6% rise in first half profit, though EPS missed consensus. I have a theory. Everybody is buying their uh, their almond lattes and going to lie on their temporal and Temple and Webster's ah. throws at home. That's why no one's buying uh, their home coffee machines okay. yet.
2: Okay, <laughs> okay. Well, maybe they're still working. I've had mine for about eight years. Seven West Media, not Breville though, I must just say, Devon West Media down 11% after Devon. it's. Seven. Devon? Seven? <laughs> Devon sandwiches? I wonder if Martin Crab likes a Devon and tomato sauce sandwich. That won't be our first question. I'm getting a shaking of the head. Welcome to the COB, Martin Crab from Shore and Partners. Okay, what do you think is happening under the hood here?
1: Yeah, interesting today. A couple of companies, for the first time in a long time, uh, downgraded guidance, seek notably. But also James Hardy and James Hardy in particular, Martin Crabb's stock of the year last year, I know, a I remember fantastic that. performer last year. But this year just ran ahead of itself, as you said. Like the U.S. building stocks have been on a tear, mm. and Hardy's has gone up. You know, got over sixty bucks there at one stage. It kind of like, geez, it needs to be a good result. We need to follow through with upping guidance and actually mm. reduced it. So not surprising to see that stock sold off. Unlike Seek, which opened on its lows. Uh, and then rallied throughout the day. Hardy's mm. just kept drifting lower, so ongoing selling in that one. But I think you know we said we said off camera it's the duck on the lake today because it's all serene on top, and underneath there's lots of paddling. And like the the market was flat, but you you had things like Challenger, um, which was very very strong today. Uh, and on the flip side, you saw something that like um, like Hardy's that was down. So we had plus and minus tens within yeah. the top 100 today. Mm. So. I think it was JB Hi-Fi was up again strongly today after a Mm. good result yesterday. So there's a lot of bifurcation going on. And basically, stocks that have got a really bad economy priced into them Mm. rallied. And I'd include the banks in that because ANZ's result yesterday showed two basis points of losses. It's like nothing. Mm. So the banks rallied today. So anything that's got a recession priced into it rallied. And any sort of growth stock that's Mm. got a strong... Uh, you know outlook priced into it and it's on a nosebleed PE that came under pressure so CSL, REA, SEEK all of those stocks got belted today so just a bit of a a rotation I think a lot of managers have hidden in these Large cap growth stocks and done really well last year, whereas the cyclicals have gone nowhere. Mm. Maybe it's time to rotate back the other way. There's a lot of that's a crowded trade, that Mm. long growth, short cyclical. Mm. So I think we saw today what we'll see a lot of in reporting season, which things aren't as bad as we thought. And geez, we're paying a lot for these growth stocks. Let's rotate back the other way.
0: It does question, too, with things like um, JB Hi-Fi moving as much, whether or not the Shorters are doing a lot of covering. It's always hard to tell in Australia, but you yeah. know there might be some of that going on, isn't there? Might yeah, be. well, there's
1: a big short position in, in, in that stock. Um, and, and Harvey Norman I think was another one that's shorted. Yeah. So outside lithium, which are even more shorted, I think a lot of people were just saying, look, Australia's got a massive amount of debt. It's very interest rate sensitive. It's gonna have a recession. I'll go long something else and short some Aussie cyclicals. And I think the locals also are underweight those stocks. So mm. I think there's a bit of money that's gonna be chasing those names. And if you look in the big liquid retailers, outside the supermarkets, there's really not a lot of stocks to choose from. You've got, you know, JB Hi-Fi, Harvey, Norman, and then it sort of falls away and you're into the really micro caps and and small caps. So I think that money will chase the the larger stocks in that space.
2: Mm. Martin, the big one, uh, US CPI in focus, and you're saying potentially this could be a game changer and put March back on the table again. Yeah.
1: So look, you know, we all came into the new year, um, you know, with with Powell's pivot in the back of our mind that we're going to see a lot of rate cuts with the first one in March. And then he and every other central banker, including Michelle Bullock, have just hosed the market down. So you're all, you're all, you know, getting ahead of yourselves. And so the market's now taken March off the table. But if we get a, if we get a weak CPI read tonight, this is for January, it puts the pressure back on the Fed to do something about about uh, the tightness of monetary policy because we could get a sub three percent read tonight. In fact, I think we mm. will get a sub three percent read and their target's two, so they're mm. well on their way to two. And we know that rents are coming down, we know that gas prices are coming down, so there's a whole lot of deflation already to come, uh, and yet they're sitting on a very restrictive, almost 2.5% real rate. Mm. So with an economy that's slowing, a labour market that's freeing up, inflation on their way down, the pressure's on them to reduce rates. And so the the, the probability of a, of a rate cut in March is about, at about 20% at the moment. And it was 50 a couple of weeks ago so i think it'll move back up i mean i'm, I'm less concerned about when they go the fact is they're going to go they're yeah. going to cut rates at some point whether it's three or five or seven and whether it's march or june or april i really don't care i just know they're going down but i just think for the currency markets it's incredibly important because that interest rate differential between the us and and the aussie is what's driving currencies at the moment the aussie dollar's weak again today i think australia stays on hold and i think the us cuts and that'll bring the pressure off the the Aussie and put it back onto the U.S. So I think On hold
2: the whole year, you mean? Or, or the well, I think, least... I think
1: we're probably looking November at the moment. Yeah, wow. I mean, we, we do need weak economic data to force their hand mm. and we kind of don't want weak economic mm. data, no, right? exactly. But if we get it, they could cut earlier. But I think most people have moved from an August cut to a November cut. Mm,
0: it was really interesting. We attended um, an auction down the road from us on Saturday. It was packed mm. and, you know, it's a pretty chunky price that they got, so it's interesting. It was an older couple that... But I know that it's, again, a very mixed market when it comes to property. But at some point, you've got to say, how much longer can people keep on paying up for properties? Well, there's no
1: stock. I, no know, I know,
0: but even so, I guess it is that FOMO then, Martin, yeah. is it? It's that real FOMO of just like we don't want to yeah, get we've cut got out.
1: Yeah, we've got an acute housing shortage, 750,000 people coming to the country, 160,000 housing starts. It's like mm. the maths just don't work. So everyone's being squeezed into the established home market because there's no new homes. So, mm. the, yeah, the governments know about it, but even if they make a decision today to change it, we're not mm. going to get stock coming on the market for a while. So the market's going to stay very squeezy. Squeezy, on the real front. I love
2: squeezy that word. Squeezy, yeah. all right. Um, just looking at some of those other stocks that you were mentioning. Sorry, my computer's playing up a bit. But um, you talked about some of the rotation. Um, Breville, Macquarie, we've touched on a little bit more on um, on Seek. That was interesting. Does that just continue to show? Because something about the amount of volume is at pre-pandemic levels now.
1: Yeah, I think one of the things they flagged is just, look, the domestic market's a bit softer than, than the market have been anticipating. And look, if you follow the SEEK job ads, and they put them out every month, so it's not hard to follow them, but they have been heading south. And so the whole thing with with the old Fairfax Rivers of Gold, which is car sales, REA and SEEK, is that they can just keep putting prices up because there's really no competition. Mm. Now, I still think that's the case, but you've got a significant fall in volume. Uh, as the labour market starts to open up. And as jobs get filled, we've seen job ads go down. So we're seeing a loosening of that. So I think I think the volume um, side of, of SEEK probably surprised the market a little bit. And just that downgrade to the domestic operations is probably what's caused them to reduce their guidance going forward. And again, with high PE stocks, and I think it's on 35, 36 times, mm. even like a one or 2% reduction in their growth rate, can see the PE come down quite dramatically. So they're super leveraged to changes in the earnings outlook. Uh, probably an overreaction today it's down it's down 11 percent at one stage i think it ended up down four or five mm-hmm. i think it might be like some other stocks that sells off on the day and, and then buys. people say look it's a quality growth stock I need to buy equities, I'll probably put some money into it. Yeah,
0: and before we go, I must ask then about Macquarie. How important is it that Nick O'Kane, the guy that earned fifty-eight million dollars, the problem solver? Macquarie, Macquarie is full Bank,
1: of people like that. Oh really? Full of a whole
0: yeah, lot of yeah, Nick's yeah. in the in the thing, so it doesn't yeah, yeah. change the, the, the general no, thesis no, about no. the company. I, I
1: don't think so. Lots of smart people at Macquarie.
0: Ah, oh, indeed. A millionaire's
2: factory or a fifty-eight million dollar factory is it called <laughs> earned, <laughs> earned a lot more than Shimara, so put it's it that a little way. bit a little bit less than what we're on. <laughs> just <to do> a <laughs> tad martin always a pleasure thank you thank so much you. all right we're going to get to our stop of the day now which was csl philip pepe from and partners and rudy Philip van dyke from fn arena shared their verdicts <laughs>
1: Yes, absolutely. I'm not a chartist, but that looks to me like it's probably a little bit more to go. Maybe 260 yeah. um, in the sort of mid twos. Yeah, you know, I think analyst price targets are higher. They always are higher. Circa 320 is the average um, price target before today, anyway. Uh, if it dropped another. 10%, famous last words, you'd probably start to buy back in, right. but at okay. the moment when we saw the dip when the wonder drug was going to kill everything and it yeah. obviously didn't uh, we saw a quick recovery, I'd wait for one of those, people get bored, throw it out, oversold, right. buy it, bottom draw, it'll be back over 300 bucks in The outlook for a company is you know what I mean? um, One of the themes I think is coming through this result season, it's all about margin and margin of course is related to costs um, while CSL's Result is very strong again. I mean, a lot of companies would give their left arm to come up with numbers like that. Mm. Uh, it hasn't quite met expectations. The margin has improved, but
0: to say, Jules, I like that takeaway. It's all about the margins this earnings season mm. because it was something that has been brought up in quite a few of the results. Nevertheless, let's check in with some of the market leaders today. And Challenger up by 8%, followed by Emerald Resources up over 6%. Beach Energy, uh, those uh, results were out as well I think, and they're up about 6%. JB Hi-Fi continuing to rally, as is West African Resources.
2: And having a look at the loop today pretty sure James Hardy will be there yes there it is down 9% we've talked about that along with Breville also off by about 9% and seek Megaport and CSL also coming under pressure
0: and let's have a look at the small caps and see what's happening there American rare earths up 39% followed by Brazilian rare earths up 18% and Latin resources also almost up 16% and 4d memory down by about 13% and the losers in the
2: small end of town CVC which was. Off by 12%, 7 West Media down 12%, 88 Energy, Pan Continental Energy, and Liz Energy Limited of
0: yeah. 8%. And I think Koshi is actually speaking tomorrow with uh, Ryan Stokes oh, on, wow. okay. Yeah, seven groups earnings as, as well as Matt Common. Now let's have a look overnight. And, and of course, the big one is the US CPI reading for the month of January. So uh, trimmed mean, I think, is around uh, 0.3. And uh, the, the, yeah, I think that's correct. And uh, then the other one that they're forecasting is about 0.3. But as Martin said, it could come in at around 2.9% year on year. Yep. Okay. Let's have a look at what we've got
2: here tomorrow, AMP and CBA, we mentioned with numbers, along with Computer Shared Domain 7 Group. And as we mentioned, of course, we are going to have interviews with uh, the CEOs or the leaders of Commonwealth and 7 Group. Uh, so we'll bring you those. And uh, of course, be sure to join us from 3pm when David Kosh speaks with CBA CEO, Matt Common, my old boss from many moons
0: ago. Okay, now let's get a final wrap and see where the market's closed. And uh, let's see how the ASX has settled. And it's down by, um, well, it looks like around 11 points, 7,603 or a 0.15% and the SIBO 200 pretty much flat on the day for all intense purposes, Jules. So as Martin was saying, the indices are reflecting not much happening. But underneath the surface, hmm. those little ducks, their little... Well, they're not flippers, <laughs> are they, Jules? What are they? Mind I me. don't know, but I like them. They're, fla- they're flapping away. They're flapping.
2: Maybe they're coming across a few black swans as well.
0: All right. <laughs> well, let's not hope so. We don't want any black swans.
2: We will come wi- for you tomorrow. We will come for you. <laughs> that sounds threatening. We'll be back tomorrow and you can catch us from 10am Eastern. So just remind
0: me who's Patsy and who's... <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm Patsy already. Oh, okay. All right. We're I'll both absolutely fabulous. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Bye.